0: thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand.
1: The pressure that's on the Leafs. You've heard their staff say that. I think you've heard their players say that. God knows we've heard the broadcasters say it's the pressure. But then I thought, well, if that was the case, pressure uh, hinders your ability to win a championship, then the Dallas Cowboys would never win it. Wait. They don't win a Super Bowl. But you know what I mean? Then the Yankees would never win a World Series. There's too much pressure? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It's the RP Show. It's Hour 2. And welcome, everybody, to your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show coming at you live on Game Plus Television Network across all 10 provinces in 31 states. And tell your friends who've got Bell Satellite or Cable that, hey, 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 hey. Game Plus is free for the month of April. You get the RP show. That is Ring the Bell Worthy. Free preview on Bell, cable, and satellite for the month of April for Game Plus Television as we welcome in the Moose. Darren DuPont, and I'll say it again, Moose. Tiger is minus one. Yes. Through how many, sir? Uh, Seven. I think he's going to tap in a par putt here on seven if he hasn't already. Nice. Nice. Thanks for the update. And actually, I'll jump right into the chat. Ryan H. watching on YouTube says, Great show today, Rod. I was ready for baseball until Tiger announced he'll play in the Masters. Can't miss that. I will say it again for probably the 733rd time. Maybe I've said it more. Every day I jump out of bed and I cannot wait to get on the air and and host this show and chat with you and our viewers. It's so darn much fun. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. And away we go. There are so many things that we've been talking about here right now uh, today. Since we last saw you, and I'll just I'll, I'll scamper down the uh, CFL for a second road in that a viewer asked if I was confident last hour in the Rough Riders roster. And I said no, and I'll make the proclamation now. There's no way the Riders will be in the Great Cup with this roster. I'm waiting to see a rabbit pulled out of the hat. I haven't seen it yet. That's not to say they won't. But I right now can't see them in the Grey Cup. And Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says the Riders are never front runners. Rod, the media has never in over 100 years ever called the Riders favorites to win the Grey Cup. That's okay with me. So there's that. Our poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, because the results have shifted, Darren, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center dealerships all across the Canadian prairies. Capital, what has you the most interested this weekend? And the Masters is now leading. I think it was 49% of the vote. Let me have a look at this. 42% voting for Masters. 29% Moose saying the National Hockey League. 22% saying Major League Baseball. And 7% say Other. Uh, And that people are writing in NASCAR, NLL. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, but, hey, I was mentioning there's two games postponed, and neither you nor I could f- knew why in the majors. Red Sox-Yankees postponed, so says my score app, and if they're saying it, it's got to be true. And uh, uh, Mariners-Twins, producer Clark, Rocky, do we know why those games have been postponed? Moose, have you figured it out in the last 20 minutes? Oh, it's weather. Oh, it's the old thing, he says, weather.
2: It's not COVID, thank yeah. God.
3: Well, yeah, Those things happen. It sucks that your, yeah. your home openers are, uh, are rained out. Opening day, everybody in those markets would be looking forward to it, taking the afternoon off work, going to opening day, and then it's rained out.
1: I've been to opening day. The only place that I have been in opening day is in Arizona, watching the Diamondbacks. And it's awesome. It's exciting. It's, it's an event. But really, nobody really is talking about Major League Baseball in my circles other than producer Clark. And I wonder if, you know, today's not the day for this discussion at all, but it used to be America's national pastime. It used to be a national sport, and now it's become a regional sport. And that is a massive step backwards. I watch ESPN every day, every day. They have not talked baseball once that I've seen all
2: week. Not one time. It's been they all play NFL, the game? A, li- a
1: little NBA, and no Major League Baseball. I'm staying out of the chat for a second because it's me and Moose's time. Uh, here's one. Tacona Polly says, he says, are those fairways ever narrow? On Miami Sports Talk Radio today, they were talking about this Augusta course and had you ever played it, the hosts were talking about it, and one guy said he'd played it twice. And I thought, man, would you want to play Augusta? I'm not a big golfer, so it wouldn't be a big deal to me. But for you, Moose, what, is that something that you'd be interested in? Oh,
3: yeah. That would be a lot of fun to play Augusta, just to be there and, and just soak it all up. You know, there's, a, there's a, a course in northern Saskatchewan by Good Soil. It's called Northern Meadows. It's a gem. It's like the best course in the province. And a lot of Alberta people from that side towards the border go there often. Um, and the clubhouse is like a mini Augusta. It's the white and it's a beautiful course. And so that's the closest
1: I've been to Augusta was that course in Saskatchewan. So that would be a thing that everybody wants to play. If you're, if you're a golf person, you would want to play Augusta. What would the green fees run you there? do you think? If you can
3: get on, I'm pretty sure it's only open to members. You have to have some sort of special privilege to get on that course. You can't just go up Ooh. and pay a green fee.
1: So it's an exclusive thing.
2: Yeah, um, extremely. Metal shingle guy is watching
1: or listening. I think he's. A, he, I think he listens. I, we got the greatest secret in, in sports broadcasting. We're running a twenty-four-seven sports radio station at rodpeterson.com/slash/listen-live. Nobody knows about it. But metal shingle guy listens to it, and he listens to us live every day. I think while he's mowing the lawn or whatever you people do. He says, well, Rod, regarding our rider uh, t- uh, take, he says, well, Rod, lots of time to bring in a couple big O-line guys. Cody Fajardo needs help. It's correct. He says, I like the Cooper signing. Was kind of surprised he didn't go to the Elks, but James Wilder is there. So here's the thing. Like We're all watching what everybody else is doing. We're just not always saying that we're watching what everybody else is doing. Everybody's watching what we're doing over here. I'm watching what the Riders are doing. I know they signed Shaq Cooper yesterday and it kind of dawned on me like 2012 Riders had five running backs in camp. They would host the Great Cup the next year but we told this story last week that Corey Sheets, who the hell was Corey Sheets in 2012? He was the fifth guy on the Depp chart, wearing lime green shoes, neon lime green shoes. And he ends up setting a Grey Cup rushing record the next year. Maybe that is what Jeremy O'Day has in store. A bunch of guys that we've never heard of. But that seems like a major, major gamble to me. Whereas 2013, <laughs> Brendan Tamman, I'm laughing and I'll tell you why. But Tamman just went out and signed an all-star team, got creative with salary. And they won a Grey Cup and Bob's your uncle. Uh, this morning on, I think it was Baldinger was on Miami Radio, our friend Baldy, Brian Baldinger, saying "Ah, forget about the salary cap because they make all these trades and you wonder how they going to fit it under the cap. They find a way to fit it under the cap, so why, we, why would we worry about the cap, which is kind of what I've been saying for a while. But anyways, um, Darren, I guess I'll let you take a stab at it because we're sitting here talking about it. Are you concerned about the Rough Riders roster? You were a born and raised rider fan. And then we'll get to the NHL
3: of course. Of course. And like you talked about, you know, being a little concerned because there's some holes in the roster and this isn't a roster that we're confident with that's you know going to contend for a great cup. And I think those are all those are all fair statements and you know, in 2013 it wasn't a roster we were worried about. It was an all-star team in 2013 when they won a cup at home, we were excited. You know, you go through all the weapons. Now, they've got some weapons. Duke Williams comes back and you know, Shaq Evans and there's some weapons there. Um, we, I won't be concerned or I'll be more concerned depends how it goes once they hit the field in training camp because there will be some young players we've never heard of there'll be some college guys that will either be really excited about or we'll realize now there's some holes in the linebacking core, the secondary the O-line or whatever so I think we just got to be a little bit patient until we get to camp to really see what this team has.
1: Right, and moving on, because while our numbers show we got a lot of Saskatchewan viewers, I also see the numbers suggest we have a lot in Alberta and Manitoba and the United States that don't care about this talk. So I'll serve you with that, but it's looking like we're going to be in Alberta a lot this summer. We've got the Elks and the Stampeders people saying, hey, why don't you cheer for us? And it's kind of fun being courted again, I'll be honest. But yeah, it's not the Ryder Show. There are other shows that do that. That's not a um, Don, the Navy, uh, friend of ours writes in, he says, Canadian Premier League starting up today, North York versus Halifax. See, I had no idea, but on my bucket list is the, uh, Calgary Cavalry soccer team in the CPL Moose. I want you and I to go out and catch a game at Spruce Meadows. Can you put, did you put that in your calendar? Is that something you'd Absol- be interested in?
3: Absolutely, we can go do that. And I got a good friend, Nathan Boyd, who's now working with Cavalry FC, as an athletic therapist. So that's exciting. And on the CPL news, got a tip out of BC that sounds like there's a team coming to BC to Langley. And you would know some of the people that would have maybe been uh, the source in the Langley area, but uh, we're going to get a CPL team in Langley. Expect that to be announced if it hasn't already.
1: Do you want to divulge those names, Mr.
2: I Mr. Scoop? Okay.
3: <laughs> no, I'm good.
1: I'm throw that out there unless you want to name it. It's 11 Eastern, by the way. Moose. Ah. You're on the right track. Eleven Eleven Mountain. Um Can we talk about what I want to talk about, okay? It is
2: the Rod Peterson show for the love of Pete. Bingo!
1: Rockstar of the day yesterday was Rod Black. The peerless Rod Black for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. And I don't know why, a variety of reasons why Rod Black was the rock star yesterday, but him telling stories about doing the sports dinner in Moose on Saturday were great. And he'd like to go on tour. The two Rods, the two Roddies. He thought that would be a great yeah, idea. No. Um, NHL tonight. Did we lose Moose? What up? There he is. Sorry, guys. They wanted us to talk about the orders and when they're going to clinch a playoff spot.
2: And I don't know when that's going to be. I don't.
1: Am, am I completely out to lunch in that I just would expect if I was the Edmonton Orders to be in the playoffs? Clinching a playoff berth for me in the years in hockey and football, was never a big deal. And that's why I go nuts in baseball with the ski goggles and the champagne. To clench a wild card spot to play a one-game damn series? for Really? How? I get far less teams make it in baseball. I get it. But do you think that Oilers fans, or for that matter, Flames fans, or any fans in the NHL should be getting all excited about clinching a playoff? If you're not in it to win the Stanley Cup, what are we doing here? That's what I think.
3: No, I know. I agree um, with that. I think it's, you know, that should be an expectation and not something that's, you know, the culmination of your season getting to the playoffs. Now, I think Oilers fans, you know, I think the reason they're celebrating is because just a few months ago, The playoffs looked like something that might not happen. You know, they looked like a team that wasn't going to get to the playoffs, that were going to struggle, and that might be on the outside looking in, and you're starting to look at, is this another disastrous season gone wrong? And now they've gone on a little bit of a run here, and they might clinch a spot here. They've overtaken L.A. into second in the division.
1: Thank you. And I smile because I'm looking at the chat. It's taco time, viewer takeover, really all day here. Because it's National Burrito Day. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, I just found it out by looking at the Taco Time Regina uh, Instagram page. Anyways, Stacey Champagne is watching from Access Television World headquarters. And Stacy says, does Rod ever get to be the rock star of the day? Or is that just implied? <laughs> I assume he's talking about me, not Rod Black. Right. Um, yeah, I don't need to be named the rock star of the day because I, I just feel it. Here's one from John in Edmonton. Breaking news in the NHL. Doug Wilson is stepping down as general manager of the San Jose Sharks after 19 seasons at the helm. He announced this morning. Thank you, John in Edmonton. We were watching NHL Network the other way, a highly underrated channel that you don't get, Moose. I know. Nor any of the other peasants in Canada. And we're looking at the Sharks and how bad they are again. And I'm like, how did Doug Wilson get into the Hockey Hall of Fame? I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm heard He's a great guy. I've never met him. And she said, maybe it's because uh, of his playing career. I'm like, it wasn't that stellar in Chicago either. Like, You're not old enough, Moose, but I don't understand. Like, he's got great hair,
2: good-looking guy. Maybe he's a lot of
1: fun at parties. But Doug Wilson in the Hockey Hall of Fame, I don't don't get it. I mean, you've been around on this earth the last 19 seasons, Moose. What has Doug Wilson done in San Jose? What's his legacy in San Jose? I know, and that's tough because... They had a lot of
3: really good teams. I think they did. You know, especially in the last 10 or so years, they've been very competitive and kind of been Stanley Cup contenders in some of those seasons. Now, they've never lived up to those expectations. They've never been able to translate that into getting into a cup and, and, and winning a cup. Maybe it's, you know, putting the hockey in that market and putting it on the map in that market. You know, as a builder, um, I don't know. But usually you got to win some cups to get in there.
2: Moose, we are just getting into it. So don't move.
1: The chat's chiming in on this, too. We'll be right back. You are watching the RP show on the Game Plus television network. If you've missed any portion of the show, you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify.
0: Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
1: Welcome back, everybody. It's the RP Show. Episode number 733 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. It's the view for sports fans, and Moose, I thought you might have the dry erase board up with Tiger's latest through seven. What Did you check in the brace? He's
3: He's, he's making a mess of number eight, Rod. It was a par five. He was 50 yards out. Uh, bad chip. Anyways, he's got a 10-foot putt for par, so I'll let you know how that goes.
1: Okay. So he's one under through six still. Through seven. Seven. Okay. Hey, we were talking about sports teams getting in front of the media, even in the offseason. I'll do a quick sports update here, Moose, from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Your two-time defending great cup champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers today announced the signing of American wide receiver Dalton Shane. The Kansas State product originally signed as an undrafted free agent with the L.A. Chargers in 2020, but was released following training camp in 2021, he signed a futures contract with the Kansas City Chiefs. From the NLL, the Hamilton Honey Badgers of the Canadian Elite Basketball League announced Thursday that they have re-signed Burlington native Caleb Agata for the 2022 season, marking his third stint with the team. Meanwhile, from the CEBL, the Montreal Alliance announced Thursday morning that local forward James Jean-Marie signed a contract with the expansion team for the twenty-two season of the Canadian Elite Basketball League. This six foot eight Montrealer grew up in Anjou and played the past three seasons in the NCAA Division I with Portland State University. How about that? All of this coming to my cellular phone. If anybody needs to make a phone call, I have a phone. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tab Brewhouse and Drive-Thru Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Taylor writing us on the 902 text line, and he says, is Dreisaitl playing tonight? Have you guys heard? Um, did a quick Twitter search and nobody's saying. If Leon, if Neon Leon's playing tonight in LA for the orders, nobody's saying. It sounds like a sounds like a game time decision. A GTD.
2: And one more from Taylor. What have we got? Ta- Even.
1: Uh, he bogey today. Okay. Yeah. Taylor says, who was your pick for the 2022 Grey Cup? Rod and Moose. It can't be the Bombers. Uh, Haven't picked a Grey Cup. Favorite. Don't feel like picking it today. Do you want to uh, take a swing at
2: that or get back on point? I'll get back on point. Okay.
1: So. I just looked down at the comments and they've gone crazy here. Ted in Red Deer says that you should celebrate clinching a playoff spot because it's the first step on the way to getting the Stanley Cup. I would say no. And Ted watches this every day, so I'm going to be very respectful with my answer. But the first step to the Stanley Cup probably begins the next day after your season ended last year. If you think making the playoffs is your first step to the Stanley Cup, you already missed the boat, sucker. Right? It's a 365, 24 7 thing to win a championship. There's, so there's that. Two, it's just a mindset. I don't think anybody will mind. Well, we tell advertisers and sponsors and partners all the time that this show right here is the highest rated show on Game Plus television. That's all I'll say. But when I was provided the stats, do you remember my reaction, Moose? What, what did we get that? Three, four, five months ago? It was. Uh, yeah.
2: Yep. Let's keep
1: going. I wasn't popping any champagne. I wasn't saying let's tell the world. Let's make a right meme there. on it. Yep, I expect to be the highest rated show on this channel. I and before we're done, I expect to be the highest rated show on your TV. That's what I expect. So don't talk to me about clinching a playoff berth and popping champagne and when's our playoff Playoff-clenching party. Loser thinking
2: for
3: me. I like it. I like it, you know? Um, Never settling, you know? And we we appreciate all the milestones along the way, but it's not, you know, a big celebration like we've won something. It's continuing on because the goals really haven't been met yet.
1: Well, and and when, when we have met certain markers and things, I've had some highly successful business people say to me, close friends, enjoy it, take a breath, look around, and then tomorrow, put your head down and keep going. I didn't need to be told, but it was nice to have the reassurance from people that have been there. Wayne in Victoria, BC says, it's way too early to pick a Grey Cup winner. Just my opinion.
2: Uh, That's why we're not picking it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Andrew Stoot watching the Quebecer, right? When I read the news release on the Montreal player for the Montreal Alliance, uh, Andrew says, French lesson for you, Rod. It's pronounced Anjou. What did
2: I say? Anjou?
1: I don't remember. But don't. What's your French phrase of the day? What did you get on your phone with your daily... Uh, French word that you're trying to learn? Uh, je parle, je parle français. I
3: speak French, that's it? I speak French. Je that was parle français. Je parle français. Um, what else did I learn? I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. I'm learning about airports and train stations and taxi cabs, passports. This phrase just popped up in my head the other day. And- okay.
1: I don't think the Game Plus people will mind if I, I. I think you could say it on daytime television now. I think. If assholes were airplanes, this place would be an airport. <laughs> you ever hear that one? <laughs> Why did that pop in your head? Oh, I was just thinking of a place that I was. And yeah, it's a phrase I it. that I heard when I was a kid, and I'll never forget. How about that? Um, Tacona in Winnipeg. Rod, with your Chris Jones and French impersonations, how can't you be number one? Oh, trust me. I agree. It's just we just need to get everybody figuring it out. That's all. Yeah. So that's really all that I had on the clinching thing. It's just if you're going to celebrate clinching a playoff berth, if you think that's a really big deal, I can tell you that you're not going very far. I don't think. Um, Taylor goes on to say, "For the Oilers, it's a celebration making the playoff." Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, they're talking more, you know, about Doug Wilson here too, and the trade for Eric Carlson and how that never really panned out. I don't know if that's a Doug Wilson problem or an Eric Carlson problem, but do you see Eric Carlson on any NHL highlights ever doing anything? Not like when he
3: was in Ottawa? I know, and the problem is they don't really, you know, the Sharks aren't getting on the radar, probably because they're not going to make the playoffs and, and they're not, you know, the team that they used to be. But I mean, it was Joe Pavelski and Logan Couture and Marlowe and Thornton and Brent Burns every single night. Like, they, they were star-studded. They were among the leaders in the Western Conference. And, you know, they've, they've fallen pretty sharply. And they still have a lot of those stars that are there. They still have some of those great players. And they've added Eric Carlson. The team should be better than they are, and I hope that they get back to that soon.
2: And that's
1: why, you know, I'd like to think and take this at face value that Doug Wilson has literally said, okay, I'm out, I'm done. And, uh, you know, he's stepping down as general manager, and I'm hoping that it was his decision. Yeah, and not that he was told to resign or you're fired. But as you said, it has not worked out the way it was supposed to work out. I understand they went to a Stanley Cup final. I'm not saying he did a bad job. But I'm just saying Hall of Fame worthy? I don't see it. Ted uh, in Red Deer, (laughs) regarding my thoughts on playoff clinching, he said, don't worry about me, Rod. Spice is part of this show. It's fantastic. Yes, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Ted. BW watching in Edmonton. I says, I'd rather listen to the RP
2: squad over golf coverage
1: than the whispers of the golf channel. Hashtag awesome. That's the thing. We're not that. I don't know what we are, but we're not that. So if you want to cover both uh, Masters coverage today and have us on another channel, I'm certainly fine with that. And just one more before I tell a story. Uh, they're asking why there's no love for Jonathan Huberdeau. Uh, <laughs> Huberdeau. I think it's because he plays in Florida. And I, listen, me coming down here, situating this show from South Florida, isn't, I don't think, going to make a whole lot of difference in the discussion, although maybe it will. I don't know. Never say never. But to make the Panthers relevant on the NHL scene, I don't know that that's ever going to happen. Because listen. You Canadian little grasshoppers, gather around the screen. You're not going to believe this. The Panthers aren't anywhere near the top of the scope of sports here. And in the preseason, if you remember, Darren, remember way back in September when we started coming here doing these shows, the Panthers were playing preseason games that weren't on television. I know, right? For a Canadian NHL team, the fans would go, what? Because I'm at these Panthers games and they're announcing. Listen, fans. Friday, the Predators or the uh, Panthers will be in Nashville taking on the Predators. You can watch it at FloridaPanthers.com. I'm like, wait, stop the presses. It's not on TV. You know, like it's like a junior team or a university team or right. You know, they're only streaming. It's a fact. I don't know that that's going to change. There's nobody's talking about it. Right. Em. That's where it starts.
3: You have to have people talking about you to do that. Now, you know, it's incredible what Jonathan Huberto's done. First Panther ever to get 100 points. He's among the elite players in the National Hockey League. Everybody came in the league. He was, you know, a top draft pick, and there was a lot of excitement, and we kind of haven't heard much about him. Well, he's an elite player in the NHL. I mean, his ability to move the puck and what he's done, I mean, fantastic. But you're right. Like, until, you know, people start talking about them on a regular basis, they start filling the arenas winning stanley cups they're not going to have that kind of exposure
1: no and i was sitting beside camco my good friend camco the other night from bronco plumbing heating and cooling one of the fine partners and sponsors of this show i was right beside him center seats frankly i don't know how i got him so cheap i think god was involved but i said camco just watch this number 16 barkov he's a man child he's a freak and he wasn't familiar with Alexander Barkov unless you're a real NHL hockey nerd. Are you really? And Kamko's like, he never comes off the ice. I said, I know right. He's six foot four, two thirty. He's the captain of the team. he floats like a butterfly and stings like a bee. He's Muhammad Ali on skates. He's like he's the softest hands. He's like they're soaked in Palm Olive. Nobody knows who he is. Kamko's like, is he Russian? And I'm like, no, he's from Finland. Alexander Barkov, and then he and Huberto set up the game-winning goal against the Leafs, and Camco's like, geez, you're right. I'm like, yeah, but nobody knows about him. So, I yes, uh, just John or, uh, sorry, um, Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, Team Canada is crashing and burning. What sport? Where? What?
3: What are we talking about? She's probably talking about Goose Sterling, although I haven't, seen, I haven't seen what he was doing. He was six and one, and then he played last night and looked pretty good.
1: I don't know what's happening today. <laughs> She's out of nowhere. <laughs> I King know. is crashing and burning. What? We're sitting here talking about Barkov and Huberto and the Oilers and Doug Wilson.
2: Yeah. So, like I say, there's a
1: whole lot going on. By the way, we will see uh, Moose back here for overtime. This is what we've covered so far. I see our viewership's going up as we roll. We've been talking Masters, CFL, a lot of NHL. And Moose has gone bye-bye. We'll see him back for overtime. We're going to talk a little NLL next. It is the RP Show, your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show on the Game Plus TV network, live streaming on YouTube daily and 24-Hour Sports Radio at RodPeterson.com.
0: Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. you got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
1: RP show continues, and it's a very big weekend coming up in the NLL. Friday, it is Halifax at Calgary. What do we got? Philly at San Diego. Saturday, one, two, three, four, five games. Looks like everybody's in action. Vancouver at Saskatchewan. San Diego at Colorado. Panther City at Calgary. Big home weekend for the Roughnecks in the Roughhouse. Toronto Rock at the Rochester Nighthawks. Joining us from Lacrosse Link to talk about it is Stephen Stamp and Stamper. You sent me some, some topics, but the viewers have some questions for you, and I think you're smart, and I, I know you're smart enough to think on your feet and answer them on the fly, if you don't mind. And my first one for you, yeah, is the coaching change in Saskatchewan on the weekend with the general manager, Derek Keenan, saying this is the toughest decision he's made and th- had to make in 30-plus years in the game, firing Jeff McComb and stepping on the bench with the season, obviously, in his mind, salvageable. Were you surprised when you saw the news on the weekend?
0: I was a little bit. Um, I, I think I'd kind of figured he'd wait for the end of the season. I actually uh, talked to Derek about it this week on uh, on the Crosslink, And, you know, Derek said it's so hard. He and Bubba have been close friends. They've worked together for years, probably 20 years. They've been coaching together. They've won championships together. Bubba's been a big part of what, uh, what Derek, the success that Derek has had through his career. And uh, it was really tough for him. But he just, Derek kept saying, you know, it just doesn't feel like we should be a four and 10 team. Um, you know, and it's a long shot for Saskatchewan to get into the playoffs. Um, there is a way though. And I actually have to give a shout out to, uh, to Graham Perrow of uh, NLL chatter. Uh, Cause he figured out the rush. If they win out, they go to eight and 10 Panthers and Panther city goes one and two in their other games. Calgary goes one and four and Vancouver, beats either Calgary, San Diego or both the rush are in. And, and, it's less, it's not likely, but that is not a crazy scenario to play out down the stretch. So there is still some hope, but I think he just felt like we just need to make the change. Give Jimmy Quinlan, I think, a, bit, a chance to get established, get started in the head coaching role while Derek shares it with him for the rest of this season, and then be ready to hit the ground running next year. Because You know this franchise that has had so much success is not going to want to have anything like this kind of season again in
1: 2023. Sure, and I saw people writing them off, friends of mine, analysts, media, and I'm like, I know Derek well enough to know that personally, he would not have done this if he didn't think there was a way to get into the playoffs and desperate times call for desperate measures. Now, moving on, Randy from Winnipeg. See, this is what's great about this show. One of our regular viewers has taken to watching the NLL. He says he watched Toronto-San Diego on the weekend and he wants to know why... The Toronto Rock moved to Hamilton
0: the uh, The challenges for them were the the Air Canada Center or Bank Center or whatever it is now is, is a very expensive arena. It's really expensive. They're having trouble getting enough people in to, to pay for it, and you know they weren't the first tenant in in that arena you know with the with the Leafs and the Raptors there they I know they were very pleased with the work they did with MLSE, but they just, it, it's tough when you're the third tenant and you're not really getting the dates that you want and the fans are concerned about the days that you get to play. You don't get the, the Saturdays and things that you want. In Hamilton at, you know, the old COPS Coliseum, now the uh, First Ontario Centre, they are a primary tenant. They're getting treated very well. They get to, they really got to work with the arena and the arena management to establish the way they want their promotions and their their team to be handled, and uh, you can see it. I mean, awful for them as we talked about before to have to play a bunch of games with no fans there. I called one game there in Hamilton uh, with no fans, and it's it's really weird. But now they're coming back. They had a really solid crowd against San Diego, and I think you're starting to see. There's still there's going to be some bitterness from people who didn't enjoy them leaving the Toronto, the main you know Toronto downtown. But there are a lot of solid Reasons I think behind Jamie Dawe making that move, and honestly, he's tried really hard to make it work. He's put a ton of effort and energy and money into making it work, and uh, I think he didn't wouldn't have done it unless he really felt he needed to. So, I think it's uh, generally a pretty positive move for them.
1: There are more viewer questions, but here's another from me: Does the NLL and the sport of lacrosse in general, very broad question here, realize the opportunity that lays in front of them, particularly with? the NHL moving away from fighting and the physical nature, the NLL's promoting it and encouraging it. Do they see that they turned off NHL and hockey fans might turn to lacrosse? I have. <laughs> I'm one of them, and a lot of my friends have. Down here in South Florida, I was telling Chris Corbeil, that I'm showing people the videos of his fight, and they're loving it. Do the, the lacrosse people realize the opportunity that lays before them here immediately?
0: Yeah, I saw I saw your conversation with Corbs, and uh, it was it was true. I mean, I I think you know there is always going to be a segment of any fan base that's going to be turned off by fighting, and it's gonna there are going to be some potential new fans who might be turned away by it. But I mean, boy, all you got to do is watch the fans, listen to the crowd when there's a fight. People enjoy seeing a good fight come out of a game. I personally am not a fan of like staged fights of guys being like, hey, let's let's fight on Friday when we play. I, I think that's dumb, but it's, I think, a natural way that it arises from the game, and I'm old school enough to think that it does make guys accountable and it does keep guys from being taking too many liberties with headshots and stick work and stuff. And I think the NLL, it seems like they're leaning into it, right? I mean, you see the crazy stuff, the uh, you know, the, the fight the other night. You're, t- you're talking about there was the fight in the Halifax game with Dungo Thompson where he comes off and he's leaking a little blood and he like. He wipes and he licks it, and I'm like, I don't know why he did that. That's kind of a weird thing, but the fans ate it up. Like they loved it. He's he's Nungo. He's a he's a fine young player and a good dude, but kind of a wild man, right? And people, I think people like that. People miss the the seeing the emotion and the passion that players have come out naturally in a uh, in a very authentic way.
1: Well, they call lacrosse the fastest-growing sport on the continent, and I'm seeing the games. The crowds are going up, up, and up. I've been to games in Calgary and Saskatchewan this year, and they're absolutely madhouses. So I just see, I mean, I can kind of identify a buzz and an opportunity. I've made a career of it, and I I hope this does go the way that I think that it is for the NLL. It's awesome, and I'm, I'm here for the ride. John in Edmonton wants to know if... Edmonton will ever get an NLL franchise again and I don't think they will but Stamper you know more about it than me how would you answer that
0: I'll tell you they were close there was movement towards it Um, I've spoken to people who were involved in in getting a team back there and I I, I'm a little more optimistic than you RRP I think uh, I think there's a good chance of a team going back to Edmonton I don't think it'll be one of the next one or two teams that come into the league but I think I mean the if the vision remains getting to 30 teams that Nick Sikiewicz had set, if the league in, in the post-Sikiewicz era sticks with that and, and looks to go to 30, I think Edmonton is probably among those next dozen teams that would be back in the league. Well, fair enough.
1: And again, you know more about it than me. I do have friends on the expansion committee. I know some of the markets that they are eyeing, and uh, they're all exciting. You know, it's, it's going to be a successful wherever they go. But I, it's interesting to see what order that they're in. Um, John also wants to know why most of the games on TV, on TSN, are the Toronto Rock. You want to take mm-hmm. a stab at answering that one?
0: That's a good question. Um, I, I, was, I thought it was a little odd to see that six of their nine home games and I think one of their road games were TSN games of the week. Uh, I guess... PSN thought they were appealing? Uh, I, I honestly don't know. I I don't think I can give you a good answer other than they must have thought those were games that people were going to want to see.
1: Uh, I think it is the word Toronto. <laughs> That's what I think that it is. It would be my answer to that. <laughs> Lastly, uh, big games this weekend. I ran through the schedule. Mine will be Warriors at Rush, obviously, and seeing how the Rush fare under Derek Keenan. But what are your biggest games of the weekend?
0: Oh, I mean... There, it feels like every game is so big right now, with all the all the uh, playoff spots on the line. I, you mentioned uh, Halifax coming into Calgary, which I think is a really big game with Halifax having just beaten Rochester to to break a winning streak, but Calgary really on a bit of a roll and looking like a team that's got a good shot at getting into the uh, the playoffs after a slow start. Um, I think that's a big one, and uh, I think San Diego, Colorado. With Colorado pulling within pulling even with San Diego in the wins column and then and being you know being two games back in the in the loss column but they're right there there it looked like San Diego was kind of running away with the division but things have a way of regressing to the norm of of closing up and Colorado has been playing well they've beaten Buffalo only one of only two teams to do that uh can Colorado move up and, and take first place and Do you want to get first place in the West if one of the things I think is that I think Albany is a team that's poised to do very well to I think they have a good chance to win their last couple of games and uh, and get into the playoffs probably as the four seed in the West. And would you rather be the the one seed in the West playing the four seed coming over who's probably going to be a hot team so it's going to be the team that's really been warming up to get into that last spot or would you rather be second and play the third place team who Well, the way it's looking now is Calgary was also a team getting hot. So there are so many variables and and things to look at, but I think Colorado, San Diego is fascinating.
1: Outstanding job. You'll of course have it all covered at lacrosse link stamper. Thanks for the visit. Enjoy the games.
0: Always a pleasure. Great chatting with you.
1: Saskatchewan rush broadcaster, Darren Moose DuPont joins us next for overtime and viewer takeover. As we put a wrapper on this thing, whatever you want to talk about, it's all coming up next right here on the Game Plus TV Network, live streaming on YouTube daily. And if you've missed any portion of the show, you can always catch the podcast wherever you find the best podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify.
0: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
1: Okay, here we go. Overtime proudly presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace on this Taco Time Burrito Thursday. The National Burrito Day is today. I'm reading you from the Greek freak, Georgiannizos at the Four Seasons. The Four Seasons is your Blue Jays MLB opening weekend, UFC 273, Masters, NHL, NBA, NLL, And curling headquarters this weekend. We love sports. That from the Greek freak. And I miss that guy and his smiling face. As we bring in the moose, Darren DuPont. Do you have a Tiger update for me? Even through nine.
3: Yeah, and he's got a par putt on 10 that he should make. But you and I have both been, you know, frequently to the four seasons. George has more than enough TVs
1: to cover all of those things this weekend. And no cover ever. So, as I mentioned, Taco Time viewer takeover. It's National Burrito Day. Get out and celebrate with one. It's buy one, get one half off at the over 120 locations of Taco Time across Canada. There's always one near you. From the text line, from the 902, it's one of those days where we've kind of had a running commentary with certain people. And one of those is Metal Shingle Guy whom we appreciate. We appreciate the people that have stayed with us pretty much from day one, and he's one. And, you know, he was talking about the riders' chances and so forth. He's written in and said, uh, again, he says, thanks, Rod, you're the one for CFL. A little sprinkle in your program is appreciated. I'm not sure how I feel about your colors, but I can deal with it. Listen live tomorrow. Great show. And he says, by the way, he's shoveling snow, not mowing the lawn. Sorry, I'm not aware of what the weather situation is where you are, Moose. I see that it's on the wrong side of the zero line right now, and that is atrocious. For April, what is going on?
3: Hey, no, it's sunny. It's going to be seven or eight degrees today in, Re- in Regina. I think Saskatoon got a dump of snow. I think west of here got a dump of snow. Um, but we've been protected in the little pocket. I'm okay
1: with the weather today. Yeah, well, I'm saying we're going to Calgary beginning Monday to broadcast the show. And it's like in the minus there. Yeah. What? Uh, when I left a month ago, it was double digits. What, what is going on? Um, by the way, have you seen these clouds roll in? Have you heard the thunder over my shoulder? I haven't it's heard the thunder. Raining. There I heard it's it. rolling, rolling thunder. Did you hear it? Yes, and the thunder okay, roll. Well, we're, we're gonna be taping the uh, access best of the week show right after this, but I feel it's gonna be a brief taping. So get ready, boys. Oh, by the way, it's Clark's birthday today. What the hell, Rocky? Oh, yes. Did you think? I know. Did you think you were gonna you sneak go. that bias? Somebody get this kid a burrito. What are you guys doing for him? Are you going to give him the bumps
2: in the parking lot? I like it. Nothing, Darren? Nothing I hope planned? Paul's got a,
1: I hope Paul's got a cake. I hope there's, uh, I hope it's happening.
2: Approved. In the I- okay, ASA yes. Quarters.
1: Good. I'm sure that he It's Clark's birthday, and he actually thought he was going to sneak that through on us. What a guy, that Rocky. He says he goes by Rocky now. And it's interesting, by the way, Clark, the resident baseball aficionado, two games postponed in the majors today. Yankees, Red Sox in the Bronx, and Seattle, Minnesota in many. They knew going into the day that these games were going to be postponed. So obviously that weather's been sitting in in those places for days. How sucky is that? Like you said, opening day, you plan for it for months. You go through a dang lockout. And then you can't play an no. opening date. That sucks. Yeah, that
3: does
2: suck um, for those
3: fans. That really sucks.
1: Well, I mentioned you know that I'm in a major league baseball market here, and you you wouldn't even know it. I'm only going to go to a Marlins game when the Blue Jays are in town, assuming they will be in town in interleague play. I do know that they do play their home opener here on the 14th, but literally nobody cares. Talking today on Miami Sports Radio was about the left tackle for the Dolphins. Who's going to start there? Unreal. Jenna in Southern California watching. And I appreciate Jenna because I have no idea what Jenna gets out of the uh, curling talk and the stuff. She's there every day. Here comes the rain. Did you see it in my eyes? Moments away here. From John in Edmonton, big news from curling. West Edmonton Mall's Ice Palace will be hosting the Everest Curling Club Championship on November 20th to the 26th. John, I don't think that qualifies as big news other than for the (laughs) Everest (laughs) Curling Club. Come on, John. Stop it. We only have 30 seconds left. Moose, anything you want to say before I get flooded out of here again? Take, Take cover, man.
3: Take cover. Stay dry. We'll see you
1: tomorrow. Okay. We will see everybody tomorrow at noon Eastern for a football Friday. Thanks to Stephen Stamp, Ian Furness, and most of all you. It was a fun day. See you tomorrow. You screwed up, Clark.
2: For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.